Welcome back to another episode of The Press Room. I'm your host, Cooper Shepard, and today I am joined by, as always, my good friend and co-host, Nathan Bressel. It's been a while, but we are back. This week's Thanksgiving. Nathan, what is on your mind today? I got one thing on my mind this week, and it's on my mind every Thanksgiving week. I know what you're going to say. Can you guess what it is? Ohio State is playing Michigan. Yeah. The team up north. They are going to get their butts kicked this Saturday. It's going to be fun to watch. I'm excited. I'll be watching it. I'll be watching it. Just because Better be. I keep up with Ohio State, just because I'm friends with you. And, I mean, they're one of the best teams in the country. Obviously, they're going to be in the playoff pending this win. But uh, before we get into the podcast, Nathan, what is your favorite food to eat on Thanksgiving? That's tough. I would say I'm going to go like, obviously not mainstream. So like you always got to have like turkey or ham or chicken or something. Of course. But for side dishes, I like a good uh, green bean casserole. And for dessert, you always got to have pumpkin pie, but the pumpkin pie has to be refrigerated with whipped cream. Do you, do you put whipped cream on it? A little bit, not a lot. All right. But it can't be warmed. I hate pumpkin pie in the microwave. It has to be in the fridge. I agree. Yeah. I like a good homemade mac and cheese. If it's made the right way with some mashed potatoes my family has this thing called broccoli casserole. It sounds gross, all right, but it's like broc- a little bit of broccoli in there, cheese, rice. Like yeah, I've had, I've had something like that before. It's, My mom had something it, like it's, that. It's, it's Max. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm ready for it. <laughs> right. Let's get into the podcast. Let's start with NBA just because there's not a lot to talk about there. Um, LeBron and Isaiah Stewart, I, I guess, were the Lakers and the Pistons. Got into a little altercation the other night. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> it lasted 20 minutes. Do you think LeBron's hit was on purpose? I do, but I think it wasn't meant to hit him, like, as hard as it did or, it's like, in did. the face. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like he did kind of strike back a little bit with the with the elbow. But it wasn't to like intentionally hurt him. It was kind of just give him a nudge, like, hey, like kind of like back up, like chill out kind of thing. And then it hit him in the eye. And then I guess he started bleeding. Bro, I have never seen a basketball player rage like that. Okay. One incident that's kind of similar to that is the uh, Malice in the Palace where Ron Artest like ran into the, yeah, into uh, into the state, into the stands. But that was because a fan threw something at him. But like before the the reason the whole thing started was because a Pistons or a Pacers player pushed one another and they started a little fight. And then Ron Artest was like laying on the bench, and then a cup hit him in the head, and then they charged into the stands. So like that's the only other incident I can really think of. Like there's been some fights, like some like one or two punches thrown, but then after that everything kind of gets broken up. But that's the like the that's like the most heated I've seen a guy on the court like that in a long time. Dude, dude Isaiah Stewart was like. Like, this man was, like, fighting five people, yeah. his own teammates and coaches, to try to get to this he, man. And like, he don't give a, a 
crap about no like he don't care if you're LeBron or if you're freaking the worst player on the court, bro. Like, dude, dude, I I wanted to see this. I wanted to see this man. If he would have been able to get to LeBron, I swear to God, he would have thrown up. Like, bro, like he would have. He, he at least oh, he yeah. tried to punch him in the face. Like this man was trying to fight. It was funny, but I've never seen it because like LeBron's really not known as like a dirty player. So it was kind of funny to see that him in that kind of a situation. Like he flops all the time and he complains to refs and he like you see him throw his hands up and stuff. Like you never really see him like get into like a fight. Yeah. It was so funny because all the Lakers guys were standing around there. Like I hope he gets like DeAndre Jordan was sta- just standing there like seven foot one, like eight foot two wingspan. Like I hope this boy comes over here. I just go. <laughs> and then and then Russell Westbrook, there's a meme all over Twitter where he's like, he's like, this. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, saw this that. I saw that. It's funny. Yeah. LeBron got suspended one game for that. And Isaiah Stewart got suspended two games. Yeah. If Isaiah Stewart would have been able to get to LeBron, I think he might be suspended for the whole season, but he didn't. So. Yeah, that would have been interesting to see. Wait, him. so why did Isaiah Stewart even get suspended, to be honest? Like Probably just because of the whole altercation and then everything he did afterwards. And probably he probably said some things that we couldn't hear that would cause you to get suspended. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't doubt that. Yeah. It just the whole just the whole thing in itself. You've got to you've got to contain that. So you've got to have some kind of punishment. But fun fact, the schedule works out that they will be playing in L.A. here in a couple weeks. So we might see Isaiah Stewart, LeBron part two here. Or we might see LeBron just like sit out. Yeah. LeBron's on a, he has a, he just happens to have a bruised leg or a bruised knee that day. Don't be surprised. Cause you know, Isaiah Stewart will be playing that game. He ain't not playing that game. Oh yeah. Yeah. He doesn't I, care. I need to get, I need to, I need to get Isaiah Stewart's autograph now. <laughs> yeah. Have, have him sign a LeBron card. <laughs> have him sign a LeBron card or something. All right. On from that. Uh, I had written down the Bulls were first in the East, but they no longer are. They're second. Hmm. They're 12 and six. But nonetheless, the Bulls are number two in the East. Yeah. They're, um, dude, DeMar DeRozan is going off. He's, he's an MVP conversation type guy right now. Like he's like, he's falling. That trio, DeBall, Zach, DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, and Zach Levine. Kind of cold, uh, and they have Vucevic too, don't they? Like I and Caruso. I haven't, I haven't heard anything about Vucevic. Yeah, and Caruso. I mean, they're a squad. They've got a lot of depth. They've got a lot of guys. Um, they work well together. Um, it's not like all of them have the same game. Um, they all fit pretty well together, um, and they seem to be playing pretty unselfish. They have a lot of good ball movement, and and they all enjoy playing with each other, which is what yeah very important. With a it's good just team. a good culture, good chemistry between those guys, and it makes them fun to watch, and um, they play well together. Uh, and then the Golden State Warriors are 15 and 2. Yes, yeah. 15 and 2. Stephen Curry is dropping 40 every night, it seems like. Not really, but it seems like it. And they don't even have Clay Thompson back, and they don't have James Wiseman back either. Do you think they get – can they even get better when those guys return? Oh, of course. Of course they can. Like, are these like are these dudes about to mess around and beat their 73-9 and nine record? Uh, I don't think it'll be that serious. 
Um, they're not that star loaded like they were that one year, but um, they're they're gonna be a they're gonna be a squad. Like they're gonna be there in the in the fi- in the Western Finals for sure. I I would believe um, unless something crazy just happens to Steph or something like that. Um, but yeah, they're a squad for sure. And then the Phoenix Suns don't look now, but they've won like eight straight. They're thirteen and three. Yeah, I saw that. Like, I don't think they started out very good. I mean, they have three losses, so I guess they didn't start out bad. But they're, yeah, they're they're playing good. Are they gonna? Could it be them and the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals? Can the Suns? Can the Suns even do what they did last season? I think they can. It'll just, it'll, I mean, only time will tell. I mean, you, you get a team that gets hot late in the year and injury happens. And, you know, we thought the Nuggets were going to be a team this year and MPJ goes down and um, the Jazz are still in that conversation. And um, you can't count the Lakers and the Mavs look good, like when Luke is playing. And so there's still a lot of, there's still a lot of teams in contention. I wouldn't lock that in yet. Now that you brought that up with the Nuggets, wh- why did, like, What's going on with MPJ? I know he's probably out for the rest of the season. That's <clears> that nerve damage thing. But like, why? Why did they give him that contract? Uh, it's a great question. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I guess he's had that nerve issue since college. That's been his big back issue. Yeah. Um, since college, and he's been. Bro, he didn't even time. play in college. He played like three games. He played like two games. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy, but he needs to. They need to figure that out. Obviously, his health is most important, but like, I don't know why that they would give him a, a contract like that. I guess they didn't know, and it just reoccurred this this season. But I don't think he's played at all this. I mean, he played a couple of games early. He's played like then, five. yeah, yeah, because he played when the Thunder were in town, right, or when they came here. Yeah, yeah. So he played early, but I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Anything else I'm missing in the NBA segments? Uh, not that I can think of. Besides the Bulls, I really like Miami. Like I said, um, in our predictions. Uh, Wait, what? I had Miami in like the top three. Oh, they're three so, right now. Yeah. So Miami's looking solid as well. Okay, we will move on to NFL. We'll start with. The Colts blowing out the Bills, and all of a sudden, the Bills are 6-4. and four. Jonathan Taylor, five touchdowns. And what's going on with the Bills? It's uh, a great question. The AFC is kind of weird right now. Um, this, this year, the league is very, like, I feel like there's a lot of teams that are very overrated and underrated at the same time. Okay, dude, there's so many, there's so many teams. Like, I don't I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Like, usually there's like a couple very bad teams. There's not very many like very bad teams. There's so many teams that are just like like average. Like they're just yeah, like, like they're just like four, six, five and five and six and four. Yeah, like like I feel like that's like the whole league, bro. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, like like there's not one like usually there's one team that's just like dominant like obviously it's been the Chiefs a couple years back and then it was the Bucks last year but like there's not one team that's just like oh they're at least making their division their uh, conference championship yeah 
Yeah, it's kind of nuts, low-key. Like, the NFC, I feel like, is obviously the better conference. And I feel like there's four teams in there that are definitely going to be – that could definitely win the Super Bowl from that conference. The AFC is just kind of all over the place. Like, Mac Jones looks good. The Patriots are first. Like, the Bills are – I don't know what they're doing. Like the Titans are, they look good and then they lose a bad game. And it's just kind of crazy. It's like, like there's no given games anymore. Like every week I look oh. at these scores, these, these before the games and I'm just like, like, yeah, the Titans should beat the Texans, but they, they didn't. I saw, I was like, watching Pat McAfee last week and they had a stat that was like the last three weeks before this week. So I think there was like a total of like, I don't know, it was like 82 matchups or something. And they said like 57 of the 82 matchups, the underdog, according to the line, won that game. So over like, it was like over six, a little bit over 60% of the underdogs won the last three weeks, which is kind of nuts. And a lot, it's not like a lot of those were like three point spreads. Like there was a lot of those that was like bad teams playing like supposed to be good teams. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Like the Ravens losing to the Dolphins and like just like games like that. Yeah. And the league's kind of weird right now, too, because there's honestly a lot of sorting starting quarterbacks that aren't playing right now. Like you've got Trevor Simeon, you've got Mike White, you've got Cam Newton coming back, you've got Taylor Heineke. Like you've got a lot of weird quarterbacks that like Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, like Tyrod Taylor. Like it's just so hard to predict these guys. Like it's just weird. And then you had like Tyler Huntley starting for Lamar this past week. And then Fields didn't start and Andy Dalton started. And it's like, okay, there's just a lot of weird stuff going on right now, honestly. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's 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 crazy. I don't know. Let's see, what are we? Uh yeah, or actually we'll, we'll, I'll save that. Vikings beat the Packers 34-31. Like this, this like the Vikings aren't bad, but it's like like how do they beat the Packers? Like they're five and five now. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, Dalvin Cook ran the ball well, um, and Justin Jefferson had like a hundred yards receiving in the first quarter. He had yeah, so, he had one hundred seventy yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean it's it, the Vikings just got off to a hot hot start, and then kind of Rogers kind of just flipped that switch later on in the game, and then. They caught back up, and then Kirk – I think uh, I think the Packers threw a pick late in the game. It was, like, with two minutes, 30 seconds left or something like that. And then Kirk Cousins took him down the field to kick a field goal. But it was a close game for sure. I mean, that keeps them in the playoff hunt. The Vikings are, like, 5-5 five and five now, and that drops the Packers to, like, 8-3. and three. Um, But the Vikings are a decent team. Like, I could see them sneaking in. Um, they've Cousins, got a good amount of players. Kirk like Cousins clutched up for me in fantasy because I had Matt Stafford. <clears throat> And then I had Baker as my backup, but he's trash. So I picked up somebody else. Yeah. Cousins. And he had like 30 points. So I'm not complaining. Yeah. Baker is trash. Um, are the Kansas City Chiefs back? Yeah. Like we've talked about this before. Like we were never, neither of us were really ever worried about them. It was just a matter of when are they going to flip that switch and be like, okay, like now's the time. So they just had a couple of games there where they were struggling. Um, but I don't think either of us were really ever worried about them, but it was nice to see their defense shut down and keep the Cowboys offense like that under 10 points. That was pretty impressive, honestly. Um, Cause that was not a game that I was expecting to be 19 to nine. That was more of a 28 to 34 type game in my mind. Yeah. I agree. Um, 
So it was it was interesting to watch that game for sure because it was it was almost kind of like a battle of like the unexpected. <laughs> like I thought it was going to be more of a shootout for sure. And the Chiefs have a fairly easy schedule to finish the year. They have the Broncos this week. It's just a lot of those mediocre teams. The Broncos are five and five, and they have the Raiders at five and five. Chargers are at six and four. Obviously, they're a better team. And they've got the Steelers, the Bengals, and the Broncos again. So I mean, they could, they could, like, if they keep playing good, they could make it out with five losses. Oh yeah, definitely. They could get hot for sure and go on a run there, no doubt. And then they play those two AFC North, those two AFC North teams, the Steelers and the Bengals. That'll be that'd be looking kind of interesting. I kind of want to watch those games. And then uh, Colt McCoy gets a dub. I think is this his second win? Yeah, this is his third start in a row. Yeah, second win. So good for them. The Cardinals are nine and two. Yeah, the Seahawks are kind of. I wouldn't be surprised if Russ and the Seahawks kind of just. Dude, they're bad. They're three and after seven. this year. They split. Do a little rebuild. Three and seven, bro. Yeah, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Seahawks this offseason Russ leaves. Pete Carroll leaves because he's not going to want to stay around for a, a rebuild. He's too old. Yeah, and then, um them just kind of starting over um i don't know if that'll be re-signing dk because his contract's coming up here pretty soon but uh, i think it's almost it's especially with the the the, <clears throat> the strength of that division it's almost kind of time to where it's kind of like okay we need to kind of you need to either commit to winning or you need to stop because whatever's doing you're doing right now ain't working so and i think russ is not happy he looks bad like i don't think that he's rushed himself back onto the field um I think it's almost just like he's but not like he's not like one hundred percent, one hundred percent, yeah. So I don't know, but they need to figure something out because they're usually not a team that's like you'd really worry about culture and stuff with them because obviously Russ is a is a guy who you want to play under and you want to be your quarterback, but some they got to start winning games. Yeah, I mean, I I think their season's kind of over at this point unless they just. I mean, you never know. They could just get hot, but, like, uh, I don't know. I don't see it happening. Not this year. I agree. All right. Um, we'll give our predictions for the three games that are on Thanksgiving. My favorite thing to do on Thanksgiving is watch NFL football. Not my favorite, but I do it every year. And do the Lions play on Thanksgiving every single year? Yeah, they're the Lions and the Cowboys are the two teams that always play on Thanksgiving. Why is that? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I need, we need to look into that. Just how see it if is. it's kind of like a tradition or something. Because I feel like every year, I guess I do. I see the Lions on, and I was just it's always like, the Lions. It clicked me. Down. I was like, it clicked me the other day when I was looking at the matches. I was like, bro, I think the Lions win Thanksgiving every single year. I don't know how I didn't know that, but the zero and nine and one Lions take on your boy Justin Fields if he's playing in the Chicago Bears. Is Justin Fields playing? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I would hope so. I'd want to see him. Uh, uh, can the Lions pull out their first win on Thanksgiving Day? If Justin Fields – here's my prediction. If Justin Fields plays, the Bears will win. If Justin Fields does not play, the Lions will win. Lions get their first dub on Thanksgiving. I, I mean, they got to win a game eventually, right? Yeah. Like, they'll win a game, right? Yeah, they'll win one game at least. That's why I'm saying if Justin Fields plays, the Bears win. Lions 
or if he doesn't play, the Lions win. All right, the uh, Raiders take on the Cowboys. I'm gonna go. Oh, by the way, the last game I got Lions winning, the, getting the first dub. Uh, under <laughs> under Raiders Cowboys. Uh, it's a CBS game, four thirty. I'm gonna go Cowboys. I mean, they're the better team. Yeah, that's a toss up for me. I like the Raiders in that team in that game, but I'm gonna go Cowboys. I think CD will be out this week because I think he has a concussion. He took a pretty hard hit to the head, um, early in the second half. Um, so I think it'll it'll come down to whether or not the Cowboys can establish a run game or not. Um, but I think it'll be pretty close. I feel like it'll be like a 24-27 type game. And the Cowboys will squeak it out. All right. Uh, the Buffalo Bills and the New Orleans Saints. The Bills are sitting at six and four. They re- they need a win. They need a win. If they lose, the Bills and the Saints will both have the same exact record. Who you got in this game? I'm going to go with my hometown Saints. Got to go with Houdat Nation, bro, when I'm at home. Come on. I'll go. I'll go Saints just because I, I just because I want I want to see them beat the Bills. There's no re, there's no rhyme or reason. The Bills are the better team, but I want to see the Saints win. So I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna go, I'll go Bills Saints. just because I've never <laughs> the Saints, but I respect your answer. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Anything else in the NFL segment? Um, not that I can think of. We got fantasy playoffs here in the next couple of weeks, so I need my guys to keep doing well. But other than that, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Well, what's your record in fantasy right now? If I win tonight, which I was on track to, I would be eight and three, I think. That's in our league. Damn, you're eight and I think, three. I think you and I are both tied for the league lead. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I will be eight and three after today. And I will too. And then in my other league, if I win, I'll be six and five. Nice. But it looks like you and I are, yeah, we're in different divisions. Mm-hmm. So you and I will be the one and two. Let's go. We'll, we'll, I hope we'll play each other in the championship showdown. I hope we play each other in the championship so we can make a podcast about it. This Dude, is a 10 man league, by the way, to everybody listening. So it's not like we're just like, it's not just like a two minute. Yeah, like I have every freaking player. Like I'm a good team. <laughs> Bro, why is Justin Herbert a free agent? Who in our league? Who dropped him? I don't know. I'm picking him up though. What the fuck? Dude. Bro, what? Dude, I can't drop anybody. You have to wait until the le- the new week starts. Because waivers are on Wednesday. So it has to happen. You have to put in the claim tomorrow morning. He got dropped by Nathan Williams. Yeah, I don't know why he dropped him, bro. That's who I played this week. And his quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have a backup. I guess he needed another running back before the... Are you going to try to pick him up? I don't know. I don't really need him. I have Tom Brady, but. Yeah, I mean, I have Matt Stafford. And we're both the best two teams in the league. I might just leave him. I don't know. 
Yeah, we'll see. Even if we put a waiver claim in, it's not like either of us would get him. Yeah. We're probably last two on waiver wire. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a little break right here. And when we come back, we are going to go over a lot to talk about in college football. All right, guys, we are back. Nathan, you ready to talk some college football? Always ready. It's the best time of the year for college football right now, bro. I know, man. I love it. Late November, mid to late November, when I get to sit sit on my couch every Tuesday night and watch some dumbasses at the playoff committee release those rankings, bro. Favorite time of the year, bro. Facts. I love it. I love it. All right, let's go over, since we haven't recorded in a while, last week, just because we have, obviously, we're from Oklahoma. A lot of our listeners are from Oklahoma. The Oklahoma Sooners are no longer in contention to make the playoff. You think so? They're not. You think they can make the playoffs? I think there's a scenario where they can. I mean, there's always a scenario, but is that something (laughs) that can happen? No. I think it's like a a 3% chance, but I feel like there are some things that can happen where they could make it. I wouldn't count them out yet. I'm counting them out. Shut up. They're not making the playoffs. I'm not counting them out. You never know. It's college football. Dude, they're not even good, bro. I know they're not, but like, like they're literally not good. They almost lost to Kansas. Every single conference game they play is so close. Other than like what? Didn't they? I'm sure they beat Texas Tech or something by more than normal. But like, I'm just dude, saying, like, I was at I was at the the Iowa State game like on Saturday. Yeah, bro. They should a lot. Like, I mean, they should lose every game they play, bro. That. They get so lucky. Like, like, it just pisses me off because they always talk shit on me about Tennessee. And I would I would bet money right now. I'm sure I'm going to have 10 people hit me up after saying this. But I'd bet money right now that Tennessee would beat Oklahoma. Like, I'm, be, I'm being so serious. That's, that's, that's a bold take, but I'll, be, I'll take I'm it. Being, I'm, I'm being so serious, bro. In Oklahoma, and you want to know, know what I would say? I would say if Ohio State played Georgia this next weekend, Ohio State would beat Georgia. I'm not going to argue that Ohio State's hot. Ohio State's the hottest team in the country. I'm not going to argue yours either because Tennessee looks good. I mean, they're they're playing well, so I could see it. But like, like, dude, OU's just like, like, bro, like they want to join the SEC, and you're you're not winning any Big Twelve games on more than like seven. You lost. You almost lost to fucking Kansas, bro. Like, bro, I, I just hate – it's not even that I hate OU. Like, I don't have a problem with OU. I just hate their arrogant fans, bro. When they tried to argue with me about Tennessee football and how OU would just, like, shit on us. But, hey, we'll see. I'm going to the game 2023 in Norman. My balls are going to be there. We'll see, bro. Time will tell. Eat that dub. <laughs> Eat a dub. All right. Uh, let's see. Mm. Somebody lost last week. Actually, I guess not. Oh yeah. Okay. Oregon lost. That's that's what I was gonna I was gonna start with Oregon. <laughs> Number three in the country. Who did they lose to? Utah, Utah 23. 38 to 7. 
and yeah. you know, Buckeyes lost to them. And they came to our place, beat us. They didn't have their best player. Who, Sewell? No, Davion uh, Thibodeau. He's in the NFL. I'm stupid. Davion Thibodeau. Well, Noah Sewell, his brother, plays linebacker for them, but well, Davion uh, Thibodeau is their DN. He's probably going to be a top three pick. Uh, he's pretty like one. Yeah. Like in a lot of mock drafts. Yeah. Yeah. He he didn't play against us. He was hurt. So it's crazy, bro. Like Oregon's out, obviously, now. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how far the committee drops them, honestly. But I mean, Utah's not really worried. Utah's number 23. So they're not like terrible, but like there's no reason that they should have just got run off the field like that. Yeah. Utah. Utah will still be ranked lower than Oregon just because of win loss. And I, I can't see them jumping like into the top 10. Oh yeah. No, like, you know, but I'm not worried about that loss looking bad for Ohio state. Cause Ohio state at this point, they just need to win out to get in. Like that's, that doesn't matter. So, <clears throat> but it'll be interesting to see who the top four is obviously it'll be Georgia Bama and then Ohio state. And it'll be interesting to see who they have at four. If they'll put Notre Dame above Cincy or if they'll move Cincy in. Um, since he will get shit on where Michigan will be hopefully they're a top five I would love for them to be five so when we beat them it looks really good um if you beat them no I'm kidding we're gonna we're gonna beat Michigan um but. Ohio State Buckeyes obliterated Michigan State like like that's embarrassing and Michigan State was just in the Michigan State was just the number three team in the country last week and then they yeah. lost to who do they lose to? Uh, Purdue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost yeah. to Purdue. And then they're number seven. They come out here looking for a statement win, and they lost by forty. They lost by fifty. Yeah, it's fun. Fifty, bro. They're number seven. Like they're supposed to be good. I know. And they come out here and just let CJ Stroud. Break we, records in the first half. We whooped, whooped them, bro. Like it was wasn't so it forty nine zero at half? Yeah, all those stats except for the last touchdown were from the first half. CJ Stroud played one series in the second half, and it was basically all handoffs. I don't think he threw a pass. He had six touchdowns, four hundred thirty two yards, thirty two of thirty five in the first half. He had over he had over 400 yards in the first half. All those stats were in the he didn't throw a pass in the second half. I I, I believe so. Don't count me on no, that. No, no, I'm looking. Him. I'm looking. He oh. did. That's embarrassing, bro. Like that's there's not even anything to say about that. Like that's just. Yeah, it was fun to watch. My mom texted me and she was like, "These poor guys," and I was like, "What you mean? Like this is fun. <laughs> I don't feel bad for them." Okay. D- <sighs> If, if it's Ohio State and Georgia and Maddie, who's winning? Like, do you think – like, what do you think? I honestly think it's a toss-up. It'll honestly depend on if Georgia can stop Ohio State's defense enough to not blow them out. Because Ohio State's putting 50 up on everybody. So, if Georgia's defense can contain them to, like, 28-30, then I think they have a shot. But if they can't, then there's no shot. Because Ohio State will run anybody out the building. Like, we'll score eight – like, we'll give up 60, but we'll score 85. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we're scoring points. So, it, it, it all just depends on how well Georgia can contain them. Because yeah. Georgia, Georgia will put up 28-35 on us easily. I'm not, like, 
but it's it's going to be all about if if a team can stop Ohio State from scoring, which hasn't proven to be very hap, like happened. So yeah, we'll see. I I, I predicted be Ohio State and Georgia and the Natty, but we'll see. Um, Clemson kind of beat the brakes off uh, number ten Wake Forest. Yeah, I wasn't surprised by that honestly. Like Clemson hasn't lost a home game in thirty three straight games. Like. I mean, they're seven and three, eight and three, but so like they're out of it, but like they're still not a bad team. So I wasn't surprised by it. All right. Let's talk about this game. Texas AM beat Prairie View. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm about to say, hold on. What? They did beat Prairie View AM 52 to three, though. But oh, nice. Nobody wants to hear us talk about that. So we're not going to. Um, Oklahoma. SEC as a whole had a cupcake week this week besides Arkansas and Alabama. Yeah, we'll talk about – I hate how the SEC does that where they play a cupcake game in, like, the middle of November. Yeah, like when everybody's having their season deciding games. Yeah. Yeah. You're playing Charleston Southern. Like, okay, great, cool. Like, might as well call it a bye week. Um, Oklahoma v. Iowa State by seven. The difference in the game was a scoop and score. Very interesting in the Big 12. Uh, if Oklahoma wins Bedlam this weekend, which will be a very, very good game, uh, it'll be them two in the Big 12 championship. If <clears throat> it loses and Baylor wins, it'll be Oklahoma State and Baylor. Who do you have in Bedlam? I know we're not doing predictions, but Bedlam is just a lot to, like, it, it's, it's a big game, so. Yeah, I have Oklahoma. Um, I think they'll make it. I'm gonna go Oklahoma State. They have the better defense. Um, and some days they have the better offense. So, I mean, I it's it's one of those games that's like, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I could see Oklahoma winning too, just because they always win. Like they always win this you wanna, game. You want to hear something crazy that I think could happen? It's a low-scoring game at halftime. They put Rattler in, and he comes back, and they win. I think it could happen. Look, yeah, I feel I, like I could be. I feel like I could be like, it could be like three to ten, three to thirteen at half. They put Rattler in, and he comes in and scores like three touchdowns and wins the game. I think they need to put Rattler in for this game. To be honest, like Caleb Williams hasn't been playing very good. Obviously, he's a true freshman. He's not experienced. But like, I don't know. That. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be a good game. I'll be watching it. What time is it at? It's on Saturday, right? Yeah. Uh, like on. a night game, probably. I don't know if I'll get to watch it because I'll be yeah, on it's a, it. It's 7.30. Yeah, I'll, I'll be able to catch like the last half. I'll be on an airplane until like that's 9. All you need, that's all you need to watch. That's going to be the whole game right there. <clears throat> yeah, I'll get, to, I'll get to watch probably like the fourth quarter when I get home. But. Yeah, it's gonna be a good. I'm I'm excited. It's like, but like I think it's I think it's gonna be a lot better of a game than it usually is. Anyways, just because Oklahoma State's so much better. Did you know this is their first Big Twelve championship ever? Oklahoma State, if they make it, mm-hmm. I did not they're know that. They're in. Oh, really? I did not know that. Okay. Interesting. It's gonna be them versus. If OU wins, it'll be them. If OU loses and Baylor wins, it'll be Oklahoma State and Baylor. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Huh. I did not know that. 
Okay. Um, anything I'm missing for college football? I'm trying to think. I'm sure there is, but no, uh, just a big week. Obviously, I mean, Georgia, Georgia, uh, Alabama is already clinched. So the Iron Bowl really doesn't really do anything. Um, unless they lose, then obviously they're out, but they still win the SEC. Um, ACC is basically done. I mean, it's going to be a three-loss team versus a two-loss team or another three-loss team in their championship game. Uh, winner of Michigan-Ohio State plays Wisconsin. Um, they've clinched the West. And then what other? Pac-12 is, like, I guess, Utah and somebody else. Oregon, again. I don't really know their divisions. Maybe UCLA. Um, and then what other conference am I missing? Big 12 is, yeah, like we just talked about. So, um, it'll be interesting. My big thing with this week is where they're, who they're going to put at number four. What do you mean? Who's going to be that four slot since Oregon lost? Oh yeah. Uh, that's, the big, that's the big thing. I think it'll be Cincy. Yeah. I, yeah, I do They've got to like, if they don't like what they've been saying the whole time basically means nothing. So they've yeah, got to, they've got to, it'll, it'll be Cincy. I'm not, I'm pretty confident in that. Low key, I kind of hope it's Michigan though, just because that would be sick. But I mean, yeah, Ohio State, yeah, that's, that'd be good, but there's no yeah. way. There's no it way. should be Cincy. Um, UTSA has a chance to go 12 and 0. Yeah. Aren't they ranked like 20th or something? <laughs> yeah. They, they used to be North, terrible. They, I know. They play North Texas, so they're going to go 12-0 12, 12 and self-proclaim themselves as national champions like UCF did a couple years ago. Yeah. North Texas usually isn't bad, though. They usually go like 8-4. and four. They're 5-6 and six right now. Yeah, yeah they're okay. I'm, I'm sure UTSA will win that, but. Hopefully. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. Oh, Oregon plays Oregon State. Sick. That's a fun game. I hope Oregon State wins, bro. I hope Oregon wins out so our loss doesn't look bad. But And I hope Penn State beats Michigan State. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, we, we play both of them, so I don't really care. Yeah. I don't, really, I don't like either of them. So. Oh, yeah, one more thing. What, what the hell is going on with USC? Why was there 10,000 people at their game? Because no one cares. They're terrible. Like, like they're four and six. Like I know they're bad, but like there was nobody at their game. Like the I have no idea. I have no idea why no one's going to their games. I mean, it was UCLA, so it's a big game. Like as far as like popularity within the teams and like like I know at least at least as a Tennessee fan, I know if we're four and six and we play a game like like let's just say I don't know who's the comparison it to that game in the SEC. Tennessee playing like if you played like I like, mean like Auburn or something. Like yeah. like there's still gonna be eighty thousand people there. I guarantee it. I guess it's just like a I don't know. I guess it's a West Coast thing. Like they just don't really care about football as much, especially college football. And that's the only that's the only thing I could really think of, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. All right. Anything else? Last comments. Oh, <clears throat> what you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, flying home tomorrow. Uh, see my parents, and then flying back Saturday night. 
So I'll be down in Louisiana for a few days. What about you? Um, I'm up here in Tennessee right now, recording from Tennessee, baby. Um, We're at in Tennessee. Johnson City. Where's that? Near Chattanooga? No, it's like northeast corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Near Bristol? Yep. Nice. (laughs) Going to have about 23 people over here on Thursday for Thanksgiving, so that's going to be fun. You got any? You got any hot cousins or anything that you? No. You want to hook your boy up with? No. We'll talk about this off the pod. But no, I do not. Um, I think that's gonna be it. Everybody listening, have a good Thanksgiving. Eat that food. Gain ten pounds. Spend time with your family. Watch some football. Have some fun. Appreciate y'all listening, Nathan. Thank you for joining me as always, sir. We will see you next episode. Peace.